yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again with Ventura Forward's podcast. As we're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we've got those great segments breaking down the goods that we're always discovering from our unique journalistic point of view as we roam and meander across the 805. Spence, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're going to go from the mountains to the sea today. Did Jerry Dumphy used to say that? From the mountains to the sea. I think it was Jerry Dumphy. But we're going to cover every part of Ventura County possible with our guest. We are. Episode number 35, Ventura Forward, Spence. I'm full from that turkey over the weekend. Shout out to my lovely wife, Melissa, for just bringing all of the basics together. My father-in-law, my sister came down. We chatted it up, had a great family time. How was your Thanksgiving with your family? It was great. We were at a house over uh, over the, on the Santa Rosa side, Camarillo, yeah. and the power was out for 12 hours. Whoa. Yeah, 12 hours, the power was out, and we had a great time. Uh, it's, um, it's a high-quality residence, and they had uh, many things that you need when the power's out. So during the whole thing, I, it felt like somebody was mowing the lawn, because what did we hear outside? Generator. And it was really funny. But what the advantage of this was with no power, we didn't have football on, so everybody sat and talked for about six hours. It was great. We had a really, really good time. But the power was out from, I think it was 8A till 6P, and because of the winds. That's so what you, happened. And you have a generator, but you don't hook up your TV? Yeah, they, well, they wanted it for particular <laughs> things. There's a lot to power at that house. And, yeah, they, did, they didn't run it out to there, but they had uh, everything else was, uh, was good to go. So fun times for us on Thanksgiving. And now, as the cliche goes, suddenly it's December and we're getting ready for Christmas. It's good that you mentioned that football, too, because I happen to go down to a little of that basketball season here being December 1st. As recording on Thursday this week, podcast always dropping between Thursday and Friday each week. Shout out to our listeners and our sponsors for that continued fellowship as we hit 35. But Spence, football season's coming to that end, too, but I'm excited about the youth basketball. Cabrillo Middle School, first game this Tuesday at Frank Middle School. Coach here, Spencer, is very excited about the effort the boys are putting in. Think you can maybe catch a game this year? I'll try to do that, but the big news in sports is really Jordan Spence is back on the Kings. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I just, Jordan Spence is good to go so I can wear my jersey. Again. I just asked our so happy. one of our fellow Lions the other day if that was true. He said, no. I said, keep me posted. So Ed gave me the news. I think a couple weeks ago I go, Oh, it was at the uh, Latin Festival. Yeah, he went from the rain, uh, Ontario rain, back up to the Kings. Okay, well, let's move forward here with number 35 now because we got the real Mr. Ventura in the house. People have given me that name over the years. This man, the guest number 35, even tried calling me that. So you know if he's coining someone else that name, it might be who given himself. If Spence is my hero, this is my idol. He swims, he bikes, he might even run the underground world of Ventura City nonprofit volunteer th- philanthropy. I met him in the KVTA studio with his great rumors. And with that intro, Steve Dahl, how you doing? Wow, fantastic. That's quite quite an intro. <laughs> you got it here. We like to roll the Ventura forward. And I know that what a sponsor you are and a motivator you've been for me in the last five years moving home. So I could get all teary-eyed about that. I thought about writing kind of that dialogue here. So before we go any further, a big thank you to you. You've always been been a motivator for me and Spence. You always talk about all the time. Spence, a big thank you from you to Mr. Steve, right? Absolutely. Used to bring in grapes and all sorts of stuff. Cherries when they're in season. Got me back into running slow, but it's not his fault because I only train on race day. Uh, But I went into a lot of 5Ks and halves because of Steve and the crew. 
Yeah, and he started sharing that stoke with me and that passion for Ventura when I got home. And Steve, it was really your idea that got planted into me about that festering thing of you have to be from Ventura to love it as much as somebody else. And we had those early conversations as community members and you had patience as almost kind of like this like older brother to me, this younger kind of like puppy guy coming around and you could see this and kind of in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, as we lead into the interview, because we like the sh sharing the stoke. And again, my passion for you is awesome. And I want our fans and listeners to know how much you mean to me as we get into this conversation, opposed to our last 34 conversations, is how did you continue to fester that inventor? Like, what was your stoke that then was to identify me? Because you've been so loyal to me the last four or five years being a sponsor at the lions and stuff you went on a total limb for me from four or five years ago to step up in this community what gives you that passion and your stoke to be this person who motivates other people to, to be leaders themselves you know i i really don't try but i could see that you had a passion and a lot of energy to get things done mm -hmm. and i i like seeing things get done yeah the right way yeah and so it was great to meet you and i think you've gotten a lot of great things done Thank you. And that was what led me to you with everyone saying how highly they were about you in the community and yet you got things done. And would you mind sharing a few of the things that you've done help in this community and you don't take a lot of credit for things, but like what are some of the things that you worked on early? Like we heard about Community Park, the Ventura Land Trust is celebrating their 20th year that you've been into. Would you share with some of our listeners some of those projects that you've been in their early stages and some of those accomplishments that you're proud of? Uh, those are probably two of the biggest and probably the latest. Yeah, we... Uh, a group of us got together and had a vote to take the Kimball 100 acres out of SOAR. And then we had another vote to give the money funding it for a park. So that was pretty cool uh, to see the park getting developed over the years and worked with a great lot of people and, and since then continued to work with other people. Um, and what year was that for reference? I mean, we all talk about how the park seems unfinished for a long time. It was a good accomplishment to get it where it's at now. So what that year? That was probably early 90s. Early 90s goes when back to your philanthropy in the city working. and get, getting involved. And we talked about not being from here. When did you move to Ventura? I moved in 89. 89. And my kids were little recognized living in La Crescenta in Southern California. Further down was not going to be a great place to grow up. Mm -hmm. And just my passion for the ocean. Mm -hmm. So and we looked at different places to live. And this is really... Back then in 89, what was the identifying factor that really kind of had you wanting to, you know, we always talk about, again, not, not to downplay it, sharing that stoke, but what were you looking for in 89 that attracted you to Ventura? I think a great place to grow up for the kids, mm -hmm. uh, the ocean. Yeah. You know, we swim out there regularly and, and just have the kids exposed to a good environment. And you happen to move to the hillside by Harmon Canyon in the foothills. You found the best place. I mean, I grew up right there by the college area on the east side, so... We yeah, we I was lucky. I moved next to Harmon Canyon, and I used to sneak in there and run. Oh, you and I got chased out by a couple of cows <laughs> over the years, and so the fact that I'm just sad it took that long to open it up. Yeah, you know, to get it and open it up. What this proves, though, to the listeners and to me is, though, from the late '80s to draw this storyline is, is that you came and you got involved in the community right away. Did you think that the Ventura community needed leadership and there was a lot of opportunity? Or was that something that naturally you were bringing back from where you were coming with your past and maybe your family and your motivators to when you getting involved? Because it's not very normal. Someone moves to town and then you're in the early creations of a park. How'd that, how'd that transpire? Uh, you know, I think that everyone can make a difference. 
And so you got to try at whatever you can do, whatever you're good at, whatever your passions are. So my mom was that way in Glendale where I grew up. She was active in a lot of things, and I'd always go to events and see the things she did. And so I didn't really say, hey, I'm going to go to Ventura and start doing things. Mm -hmm. I just moved to Ventura and started doing what I enjoyed, meeting a lot of great people. And one person talks to another and get invited to try something else. And mm-hmm. I think it was Ed Weehan that said, hey, what do you think about joining the Ventura Land Trust Board? And so when you're involved in something, I think it's important to think about other people that might enjoy it too, because I like to see on boards a turnover of people mm-hmm. so that you get that different viewpoints from everybody. Let's go, Spence. Steve is sharing the stoke today. What do you think? I think I did a similar thing, but I went from the Oaks to the Stoke because I was in Thousand Oaks and living in T.O. all of our life was south. I came out here rarely. I mean, almost never. Had a classic bad breakup and a friend of mine said, hey, I've got this place at the beach. We have an open room. Do you want to come out? It's only 300 a month. And I said, yeah, whatever. As I came over and went into Ventura, I will never forget the thought in my head. How did I not know about this place? (laughs) And it was just great from the get go. And meeting everybody there and being down at the beach at Weymouth for so long. And, uh, you know, I've worked in radio more in Oxnard and out there. But coming here, working here in the Montalvo section, I really, really like it. And the great thing about radio is you meet people like Steve and like Ed over the years. And you find out that they're way faster than you are. But you still hang with them because they're nice. And uh, it is Steve that got me back into uh, being a little more physically fit and having seeing people like Ed Weehan, who was a championship tennis player and ended up being an outstanding runner. But the funniest thing, and this is Kimball Park, when I trained for my first half, I used Kimball a lot. And every time, because Steve is sort of the one who really got me back into the idea, I, I said, damn you, Steve Dahl, I think every <laughs> half mile. T-shirt. Because, That's because a t-shirt. Because your, your, your plaque is there. And I'm running around this mile and a half or almost. It's, it's about a mile of what, four? 1.4? Is that yeah. it? Yeah, yeah 1.4. 1. 4. And I'd be going out and say, damn. But I had to keep running, keep running, keep running. But because of that, I, I did a few. And I, I had fun, and uh, I got back into that world, and Josh Spiker and all these people popped back into my life. So it was very, very positive through Steve, through Ed, through Josh, and, um, and Gary Tuttle to some degree back yeah. in the day. All of these people. This running community, Steve, is very strong here. It is. It's ridiculously and strong. A lot of us now, as we get older, it's turning into a walking community <laughs> it's still crazy to see uh, gary tuttle said it at, at inside track in the old days who was the guy that worked there that was very fast he was um a known uh, he either ran for humboldt up there with gary but and gary looked at me and he said do you realize i'm the second fast runner in my own running store and this was back in the day when oh, gary yeah. was still running and i ran some of the uh, things with ruth yeah. and they used to do the running thing mm-hmm. and whoever that guy was wicked fast and yeah. i'm looking at the pre i always call it the prefontaine era if you know somebody ran then they're probably into it and and that's what i got do, through do, 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 so yeah. it was well, if great you, if you look at the turkey trot that we started 10 12 years ago mm-hmm. part of the reason for starting it was you know what's going to work out best but we worked out uh, that it was flat and it would be fast mm-hmm. down at the auto center so over the years, it's been one of the fastest races in the county. One year we had thirteen seventeen for a five k. These are these are speeds that yeah. Are, this year broke fifteen, and that's still fast. And but, you know when they say the old thing, he's twice as fast as me. 
better than twice as fast as me. When somebody's running around a 14, yeah. you look at what I've been putting in lately, and I go, seriously. I'm, and when you have a there and back, and you're running up, and you see the guy coming back at you, and you go, seriously? <laughs> really? You're already coming back? Yeah, that's the fun thing about running. But uh, I thank Steve for that. Good humility stories, too. And Steve's a motivator like that to give stories. Sidebar, let's go that. I got a question from a resident in a message I did. You heard about Sadie Englehart, one of the states. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. We could do, do you believe that we could do more to like promote? Because I got a, basically a comment saying that. Why don't we do more to promote these great young runners in the school district? And we could all do more. Do you agree with that, Steve, probably? Yeah, I don't know. Some, you know, some people don't want all the recognition. Good point. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're hopefully going to see a couple more years of some. Yeah, she's only a sophomore. And yeah. it's just one of those things where the, you just, you know, I talked to a surfer too, where I brought up a surfer to, I was like, uh, in one of the Instagram posts this week, Joe was like, hey, uh, you know, why doesn't the city, they had a surf contest, C Street Surf Contest. And on the advertisement, there's no city funding into it. And it's just, why not? You know what I mean? And I was like, well, let's keep the city out of surfing. It's like, let's keep the city out of surfing. It's like, we are the government. We've got to really get that mentality again. And then just my point is raising up our most local talent and not thinking that if we say something good, and I respect what you're saying, Steve, because your humility and humbleness is <laughs> something that always is motivating for me and has kept me on that path these years. And you I bring it here in the middle of the podcast as I branch off there. So you're the man like always. Tell us about what you got going on right now about sharing the stoke and your passion about what's on your heart right now. We talked about things of the past. Little, We hit about where you kind of came from. Your mom was a huge motivator. You find it naturally moving to a town, getting involved, and that's what you want to motivate others to do is not force that. We've done that. We've seen that through politics. We've seen that through philanthropy. What now are you working with, and what do you wake up with every day wanting to kind of share more with our community, and um, what, what, what shares your stoke? Well, I think that you know, it would be great if everyone got involved with what they do like. Mm-hmm. But, uh, for instance, Rotary is collecting jackets right now Okay. through the end of the year. Uh, they clean them and give them out to kids. I think this year I see more and more groups working with the Salvation Army, Lions Club is. So I think this year we used to go to the school district and find out where to send the coats to. And I heard this year they're going to go to Salvation Army, and mm-hmm. we're hoping to hand out 500 coats. So that's, that's pretty cool. If you got coats, there's places to turn them in. KBTA is one of them. I've got one. Actually, we were just thinking about it. It's a nice North Face, though, too. i got to give that what up. What size is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> I know. I know. They are nice, right? <laughs> you funny guy. You. And you're great about that. You do. We've talked about stuff on the air, recycling goods. What was it last year? The Ventura Land Trust did the used gear with yeah, Topa Topa. That was I cool. was shocked how successful that was. Yeah, I mean, All was kinds of stuff. Good gear. Yeah. Gear, surfboards. Hiking stuff. Rotary jackets. What else is another fun project on your list? Uh, right Lions is always doing a lot of good stuff. You know, they got the eye clinic mm-hmm. twice a week, once in Ventura, once in Oxnard, Tuesdays and then Thursdays, I think. We talk about that a lot on the radio, but for our uh, Ventura Ford listeners, a reminder that we offer a cool service in Ventura through these two, Rotary, Lions, and Salvation Army, a triple trifecta of a free eye clinic where you can get an eye exam and glasses. Right, Steve? Yeah, that's right. And Spence, shout out to you. You're always promoting that as one of your favorite projects. Yeah, it's 155 South Oak. Is that where we are? It's Salvation yeah. Army it's headquarters. South Oak, yeah, right at Thompson. And you'll get uh, the. It's no appointment. No you appointment. go there eight to eleven o'clock. They're very quick, very efficient, and you will end up not only with the exam, but as you pointed out, a pair of glasses if you need them. Absolutely. And what else you got? You've talked about Lions All Star Games coming up. That's coming up. I don't know how many years that's been going on, but a heck of a lot. 
over 70 maybe, over 50, I don't know, a long time. Um, but it's all-star football. So the all-stars, after the seasons are over, all-stars are chosen, I believe, by their coaches. Mm-hmm. And they have an east-west game. And it a lot of times goes back and forth between Ventura or college or high. More Park this year. This year, More Park. Yeah. yeah. So it hasn't been at More Park for a couple of years. Great. So that should be fun. Good job to the committee for the all-star team. I was involved in that. Shout out, guys. And I had to step down, Spence, because I was too busy. Too busy for the all-star football game. That's a beautiful campus, too. I love Moore Park yeah. College. That's but a I want to volunteer on a lower level. Yeah. Sweet. And then I'll give a shout out, too, to the River community. They opened up the uh, foul warm, warm welter shelter tonight. I'm going down to help newly elected council member Jim Duran. Oh, cool. Check in and drive some of these folks to the 20 rooms that they have available now tonight in hotels in the city of Ventura and maybe other cities, too. So shout out there, Spence. Great service. Come on, let's go. All right, now, Steve-O, let's get into some of this fun stuff for our podcast sponsors and stuff. We always want to give a shout out to Ray Fresco for bringing that tunes. Episode 35. You know what, Spence? I'm thinking we might give Ray Fresco a little notice to a nod that we might change the song. From? To what? I don't know yet. Okay. There That's, might be a change. And I love Ray Fresco, and I never want to change this song. Maybe we can always incorporate it, and it will forever be number one. But we will do it Ventura local style. Uh, Looking West is a band. Uh, Quiet came in and gave us something. Quiet. Yeah. Um, and then there's another band named uh, something 86. I'll check them out. But that's just an idea. Maybe Ray Fresco. Maybe we'll do the archives of Ray Fresco. We want to let everyone know. We love the song. But we also kind of want to change it up here at Ventura. You know, I was talking to a guy today. One more story, Steve. Can you believe this? He said, I'm leaving Ventura. I said, you know what, sir? I normally would have told you to stay. But now the pond we talk about, this beautiful, pristine pond, it has to have an exit spence and it has to have an entrance of coming in to be really a fluid thing. So I'm learning here. If the listeners are listening to me, if you want to take off and you're feeling like your heart's not here right now and you're not sharing this stoke and you're thinking Spencer's full of she, then you got to go and go and come back. And if you find something great, do it. But you know what? If you come back, you're always welcome back. What do you say, Spence? Yeah, it's uh, one of those things. If you own a house, if there's any way you can rent it mm-hmm. and not not have to sell it out and go, so you have the island, maybe you can work it. So the money will. Pay. My big caution is, when you're gonna move somewhere, people say, "Well, I was there for Thanksgiving weekend. It was great. It's four days. You <laughs> want to change your life completely? Yeah. Really know where you're going. I've considered it numerous times, but I still have the record of not being out of this county. For more than 14 consecutive days my entire life. Drink. That's, a, that's a, an official spent stat. But it's one of those things. If you're going to leave, really take a look. Because are you going to be able to live with that forever? A friend of mine, a Coeur d'Alene. You know the place very, very well. A friend of mine moved there. He ended up not liking it. Because in the long run, for him, he wasn't enough into the outdoors. Uh-huh. And, he, and as much as he loved it being there for a week... He realized he didn't really want to hunt. He didn't really want to do this, and that's a lifestyle. More there. arts and stuff. And, and he found himself a little more like, hey, any, and he didn't have much to do. So that was a bad move for him. For other people, it's brilliant. Okay. What was, oh, come on, give it to Bend, Oregon. When I was, I was say, a kid, Bend, yeah. everybody moved to freaking yeah. Bend. When those the guys, night. <laughs> when those guys moved out there in 1980, boy, did they make a good move. Because Bend, Oregon was the place. My daughter moved there. Oh, really? It's yeah, a beautiful Five place. or six years. Yeah. yeah, it's gorgeous. The thing Californians don't recognize is it gets cold. It gets real cold. 
Like, and bring your shovel. When you and move. real cold here is 40 for most people. Oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe how cold uh, it is. My hands are yeah, cold. It, it's cold. So my uh, long-winded address uh, to your friend and suggestion is make sure yeah. if you're going to cut off all ties, make sure. Right. Let's get Steve going here, episode 35, and turn forward as we roll through some of our sponsors. But first, I want to know, Steve, you enjoying the podcast? Yeah, this is cool. Having a fun time? Yep. Good. Where's, uh, when's the pizza get here? <laughs> <laughs> right? I have crackers. Give him crackers. <laughs> or, or yesterday's pizza. Hey, give him, one of, give him one of those cookies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give him a, a cookie or I'll give him a cracker with peanut butter. Hey, like, I, I've also got Top Ramen in the office, if anybody is so inclined. Mm. Five minutes from I heard soup. that has like a 100-year shelf life. It does. It's, it's great. But Top with me, it only lasts uh, two or three days. Yeah, I'll never I, – I consume wow. a lot. Yeah, I consume a lot. But that's what that's the offerings of Ventura Forward. We have peanut butter and crackers, and we have Top Ramen. And we also have great music coming into town from our sponsor here, one of our proudest ones. Remember, you can always get free tickets to the Ventura Music Hall, which Steve is taking me up on. And, Steve, you can get more at any time. When's the last time you've been to a live music concert? Oh, I think last month we – well, we went to the ski film. That was pretty cool. Uh, Up in at, uh, Ventura Land Trust L- plugging. Libero. Oh, different one. Yeah. Cool. That was fun. Santa Barbara, beautiful theater. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. And then we saw someone up there that was supposed to be acoustic, and it turned out to be heavy metal. Oh, was it? Yeah. Do you know the name of the band? I can't remember who it was, but yeah, it was. Killed your vibe, bro. It did. Wow. <laughs> that was painful. <laughs> From unplugged to earplugged, right? First, the first half was really good. And then they cranked the it up. The second half was a headache. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we try to get out and see people. Right yeah, on. Dave Mason is who I saw. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Good Only show. You know and yeah. I know. Come and, on. you know, that's, you're a cool dude like that, and you go a lot of different places. How cool did they change that building? Oh, it's fabulous. The, yeah. menu, the venue is just awesome. Yeah, it really is. I love how they have the deck on the left side, how you can sit up top, and then kind of you can be in the crowd if you want to. Yeah. Highly encourage everyone to go, like always. See them, they keep saying that, and I keep going. I'm calling them back. Side note again, I'm calling them back. I'm going on Saturdays more. I went to a Jan, Ventura, the White House. The Jan Schuster owns the Prime Steakhouse across the street. Oh, okay. From the Ventura Music Hall. So I've been talking to Jan about Ventura Music Hall. Thank you, Jan, for employing Spencer. We opened up our new spot, the White House, which is an event venue, hopefully maybe going to be a restaurant, bar, open to the public very soon um, out there. So it was really cool for her to see about uh, bringing that kind of collaboration with Jan and new businesses and kind of evolving them from old to new. We were talking about it last night at the opening, so I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, they have some good food there. Yeah, Prime. You were going to Prime, too. Yeah. They gave a shout-out to the chef. I talked to him yesterday. Somebody went there for Thanksgiving. Hmm. Steak and lobster. How nice. Okay, we have a sponsor here, the Mountain Doll. He wants to know, what is your favorite activity to do outside if you have one? In Ventura. What activity do you like to do outside right now? What's your favorite activity? Oh, it really depends on what time of year. Ocean swimming is right up there. It's, it's, I love it. Yeah. yeah. A nice day out there. It rocks. Ah, dude, you've it been doing rocks. that. Sometimes you see out there, you're out there with dolphins. You mm. keep doing that. I'm doing it. Sounds so insane to do the ocean swimming, but oh, you're such a stud great. for doing it. No, no. Do you use fins? Uh, if I have to swim a lot to protect my shoulders, I would. Yeah. Or if I haven't swam for a while, I'd wear them just to keep up with my buddies. Yeah. But I prefer not to. Is it too cold right now? The water's too cold? Uh, no, they're going all the time. I've had this ear of cold thing going for a couple of weeks, so I haven't been mm-hmm. in for a while. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how big's the pack going out? 
Uh, it can vary from four to fifteen. Is it open to the public? Yeah. Really? I'm going to throw out sissy wetsuit. Uh, there's still some going without wetsuits. Wow. The water, you know, right now I think I could look, but 59 maybe. Uh-huh. But two weeks ago it dropped to 55. Whoa. And, Get, that, and that's a little painful. Give us the range. This is great Ventura Ford information. You're the best, Steve. Give us the range of water temperature for the ocean in the city of Ventura, please, per, per year. You said 50, cold is to warm. 55. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Spence. You said 55 is cold. How, how low does it drop? Yeah, normally not, not much lower than that. But there might be an occasional 52 or 3. Okay, so we're sitting cold right there. 55 is okay. We're sitting cold. If it's 52, you're not going on the water. Okay, now during the mes- the regular season of the year, how would it hover? What's I think average? in September, August, September, it might get up to 64 to 68. Okay. And if it's 64, I'm good without a wetsuit. So, and you're judging this before you go to the water to, the, to get to the beach. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> you, <laughs> okay. hate, you hate to not go and bring your wetsuit. Yesterday it was 64. Uh huh. And now today it's 60. Wow. And you don't have a wetsuit. That That's a big swing. That can be painful. And where do you get the information at? Um, you know, friends post it on. Interesting. On, uh, I'm sure there's an app. There's, there's probably an app, right? How yeah. long are you in the water? Uh, it depends. Like, for me, it depends on if I'm training for anything. So it'll be anywhere from 20 to 20 minutes to if I'm getting ready to do like something stupid like Alcatraz. Last year we did a swim under the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. Ooh. So I'd push that up to hour, hour and Ooh. 20. Because with that level of water, without, I'm just wondering when does hypothermia set in because your core is going to cool no matter what. And it just seems like there's, there's a play here. Yeah, if you're going in without a wetsuit and you're not super used to it, You'd be shivering the rest of the day. Yeah, because that's when you get that, that into, oof, man, I remember when we were kids and we used to go out, that real into your core shiver. Oof. That's why I got the thick wetsuit, baby. (laughs) There's two reasons. One, I like to float, and the other is I like to be warm. You can't, you can't move really? your arms. But oh, you not much. Well, I, as long as I can paddle my little. <laughs> Will you do the ocean bit. swim with Steve? Oh, hell no. Oh, he Because <laughs> then it would be this. He he would. Would. No, I mean, <laughs> he would. The, see, the problem is, and I, I mean, this says not is just because he's here. You're dealing with higher level <laughs> athletes. I am definitely a pedestrian when it comes to this, literally at walking speed. So when I'm out with these great people, I have to just remember I'm going to fall far behind. And it's just going to happen. So that's why I'm a back-of-the-pack runner. And, and swimming would just be – you saw me swim once, and uh, that was it for me. i got to keep an eye on the clock because I'm having so much fun today in this podcast. 35, let's roll through here. X5O wants to know right now, Steve-O, if you could pick one thing to improve in the city of Ventura with a magic wand, what would it be? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I think it's a problem everywhere, you know, homeless – I was almost, we almost have to start this thing off by saying excluding homelessness. Except, yeah, mm-hmm. except that. Gosh. We're working. Have you seen any of Spencer's La Quinta videos this week I've been posting? I haven't seen it yet. I'll have to share some of those. They've been going on fire. A couple thousand views. Really just bringing the conversation about how many great services we do have, what we offer. Yeah. So let's just bypass homelessness. Give me one more. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of into efficiency, so I'd really like to see the taxpayer's money used efficiently. Mm-hmm. So that probably looks at city government. And every government on up the food chain. So yeah. I hate to see money spent uselessly. And uh, when you look at government, there's a lot of places that I think we could have saved money that we spent money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to see so many open positions mm-hmm. in the city of Ventura. So 
Great we point. Could, we could have a long talk about that. Probably. That's great, though, man. You're always so on that key, too. And I like to pride myself of being highly involved in that. And we know about this recent removal or current stepping down of Alex McIntyre, the city manager, Nancy O'Connor, the city parks director, is on a current leave of absence. Peter Gilly, the community developer, was fired by Alex two weeks or prior to that. It was probably getting about two months ago now, I guess. And Akbar Ali Khan is now the active city manager doing interviews and not interviews, doing meetings and stuff around town, really proving that he wants the job. Yeah. So it's interesting to see that, Steve. And basically, we're, if our listeners are listening and we're going farther and inside here name dropping, shout out Matt Bello, big post on Next Door last night in his neighborhood about this upcoming city council meeting about Joe Schroeder either being the mayor or not being the mayor. And how is that dynamic going to kind of key up and line out moving forward? So, Steve, with your magic wand, you're right on topic. Ventura Ford is working the phones and the emails and the calls every day for our listeners, Spence, because you know we want to have a community member who's from, not from here, who's meaning from here, meaning like living here and being invested in our place and then being that leader. City manager and the mayor doesn't get more important. Yeah, and budget for me, it's like anytime I see my dad was a Scottish accountant. So I, you know, the pencil was sharp. And whenever I see what did we benefit out of that and how much did it cost? And you do see things in communities where you say, what? You know, why was that done? And I'm the same way. Efficiency in the budget is really, really important. And that's why when I hear things like, hey, let's put in a new pool, it's like, okay, tap the brakes. <laughs> you know, what's that going to cost? Where is it going to be? And, and how everything sounds so great when you're running for office and you make these big announcements. But you got to fund them, and it uh, gets a little nervous. I, I, yeah, I'm cautious on budget, too. First one to really bring up the budget, Steve Bell. Good job, Steve. Uh, all right, Earth Candy. One, one flashback here. Go I for it. I just looked up on my phone. <clears throat> one of the swimmers that I swim with keeps track of every swim temperature every day he goes out. The average temperature of the water in November was 57 hmm. this year, and that represents over the last seven years – a 10 degree drop from last month. Ooh. So it's been cold lately. Wow. 57. Sorry. Dropping daily. Yeah. All right. I Next like question. Peter Pool, YMCA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's important. I'll admit, sometimes when I get out there, when I go to the waves, I shouldn't. I'm not that dedicated. There's like levels, like you're saying, of these swimmers, of ocean goers. Like if it's nice waves and warm water, I'm charging. But I kind of have that tendency sometimes. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I will. That if the water's super cold, I'm like, oh, I don't know, because you know, as I get, as I get older too, the colder water affects kind of my hands more, and different joints as I start swimming. So that's going on as well. Yeah, be careful when you get older. I'm trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Earth Candy wants to know. She's always providing the business is great, local drinks smoothies organically steve what milk do you do right now is it a soy milk an almond milk a cow milk goat milk what's your favorite I, what, what milk don't do there? a lot of it but on my grape nuts and assorted cereals in the morning uh almond so you try to avoid all milks no almond milk you do almond milk though but not a lot of it not a lot of it okay almond milk spence how you been doing with milk lately cows and goats that's all i want to hear <laughs> i don't know I'm not smashing up nuts to eat cereal. Have you ever mixed cow milk and goat milk together? I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do like that. But I don't drink a lot. It's it's a, you know it's a kid's drink. Milk is a kid's drink. Yeah, I need to. Get, yeah, I need, it's funny. It's still in my fridge too. I wonder what age is that? Is ten or eleven? Right? 
All weaning. Right. Weaning is the answer. Weaning. Okay. I'm going to skip my hair real fast. Let's keep moving down here. What's your favorite? Rocks and Drams. Big sponsor here. Shout out to Mark. Uh, Rocks and Drams. Favorite spot downtown. Getting after it. What's your favorite spot to eat or get a beverage in the city of Ventura? Yeah. So I don't really uh, drink alcohol anymore. I'll sip my wife's wine to see what fine. it tastes like. Sure. But, uh, I think our favorite go-tos are probably uh, Aloha, Lure, Finney's, mm. and when it's not too crowded, Fluid State. Oh, Fluid State, shout out. Always crowded, that's a good call for them. Fun share. Topper's Pizza wants to know. Topper's Toppers, good. let's get after it. What's your favorite pizza topping? How's your pizza style? Uh, quite often I'll go pepperoni and pineapple. Oh, yes. bing, 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 bing. Pineapple Pets. score. Skew, cue the music. Yeah, we, pineapple we, score. Put the special Sometimes on. throw the, mushrooms on. Yeah, the war against pineapple has got to end. Pineapple <laughs> on pizza is great. <laughs> I lo- oh, listeners, I love that conversation. It's so great. Okay, let's stick with food here. Spencer McKenzie's. We're going to get John to start sponsoring, too, because we're going to do some have more great food. tacos. What's your favorite? If you go to Spencer McKenzie's, what do you order? Uh, a couple of tacos. Do you have what you know about the two-for-one special? No. Happy hour? Oh, happy hour. Monday through Thursday, 3 to 5. Oh, nice. Buy one taco, get one free. Oh, I might have to incorporate that. And I, I want to kind of go on a, a side uh, car rail thing here with uh, tacos. One of the great things to do if you want to be social is Taco Tuesday. Join the Lions and become part of that group. <laughs> it's, it's really fun, though. It's yeah. really fun. A lot of great people uh, show up at that, and I wish I could break off more time to get over there. That's held at? Social tap. Social Tuesdays. Tap. And think about it. You go there, you're right literally at the beach, you know, 100 yards away maybe. And I think for just goofing around, sitting around, having some great tacos and good conversation, it's one of the best things to do. Do you have to be a lion to be at the table? No, it really it's just morphed into more lions than not. Mm-hmm. But we really can talk about all different things, and a lot of times it will get on to what can we can do to help in the community. And that's where why a lot of lions, I think, have showed up and started. Yeah, and it, the conversation rotates. So I, I, I have great appreciation for Taco Tuesday there. I, you're talking about. And you're my, there all the time. You're talking too. about my lunch crew, baby. You love it. Come on down. Join the Lions Club. Get your blue card rocking and rolling. We're always looking for people. Remember, we will judge you before you join the club. Mm-hmm. It's always fun that way. Arsenal Comics. Who was your favorite superhero growing up? And did you read comics? Gosh, I'm sure I did. Favorite growing up? I kind of like Marvel now. Really? But, uh, we do watch the Marvel movies. I like the Marvel movies. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My wife won't watch them, but I'll watch them. Really? I just kind of like shocker because I won't watch them. <laughs> you won't watch them? No, I don't like them. Uh. I think it's kind of like a waste of time. I don't know. I prefer to read them. Is that shocking that he watches the Marvel movies? Don't lie. Spence. Maybe a little bit. Yes, it does. <laughs> a little bit, but I see Silver Surfer here. But I, it's funny too because my wife absolutely loves those movies. Really? Loves the movies. I'm more. I like them when they're funny. And I yeah. thought Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man yeah. was a freaking grand slam. And yeah. the the talk between the characters when they're cracking jokes, I think the Spider-Man kid is great. Yeah. And they've really – Ant-Man, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Rudd, Paul Rudd. They yeah. did a brilliant thing because what happened to the Batman, it got to I want to kill and I just want to rip your head off. Where these guys are cracking jokes while they're swinging around. Yeah. And, you know, my favorite is the Hulk. And he's oh, another yeah. great actor. So I long term, not so much. But when it gets into the, the back and forth, it makes it for um, an entertaining film. Yeah. Do you Love see the, the She-Hulk? Humor. Oh, 
A plus. Yeah, you like that one? She Hulk gets an A plus. Really? Well, this woman is is just <laughs> the She Hulk is an A plus um, superhero. She's great. Good sense of humor, and uh, very very well done. Yeah, what do you think? A, it's good to see a woman yeah. out there. Yeah, and getting it too because it's been Black Widow and a, a couple of the others. But well, didn't this one just get huge? The Black Panther or. Kabbalah? Wakanda. I, I, I didn't see that. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. But, and the other thing with the Hulk, to do a woman's transformation like that, and she's still beautiful, is is a funny twist on the show. You say, man, look at that Hulk. She's pretty good looking. And it's a, it's a funny thing. And she's a lawyer and a, an intelligent story uh, with laughs. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I like it a lot. Okay. But I like, isn't that funny? I like the boy Hulk and the she-Hulk. Look at me. Sounds like a t-shirt. I should get one. One for the front, one for the back. Call Ermsey. Um, let's get into this one guy over here. His name is the Ventura Real Estate Company. Derek Turner. Derek, yeah. Our guy. The DT wants to know. Disclaimer, you cannot pick the two dudes that you're looking at in the Jeez. room. I know. Who are the three coolest people in the city of Ventura? Oh, man. And you're already on the list. That's impossible. Just get the first three names that come to your mind. Who are the three coolest people? Or you can say influential is another word I like to use. Yeah. But I we change it to influential cool. Influential because people are influential in their own kind of areas. So we change it to cool. So for the last 34 episodes, we are making a list. Everyone said three. So we missed, I think, two episodes. Once with uh, Uncle Sade and once with mm-hmm. uh, a different, I think, Ben last week, too. So... People are doing the math here on you, Steve. Three times 33, we're getting close to the list. Yeah, You're yeah. making the list here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Ed Weehan has done a lot over the years. Yeah. So Ed, Ed's, Ed's, right Ed's cracking the list. That's cool. Ed's right there. Ed's on it. Let's go, yeah, Ed. I'd have to say Josh Spiker. <laughs> Spiker. He started a lot. He started this, you know. Running club. Running club and. Uh, his own running. He was he was a great runner. Local he, lo- local hero runner. Yep. yep. And now what did he run in high school? The four. He he had a very low four, on the mile, a ridiculously low four. He was yeah. a long we time ran, ago. Ran in college too. Yeah, yeah. He's just a great athlete. But the funny story, and I love the fact you bring up Josh, is I was driving down Main Street. This is a few years back, and there's some. I said, "What? What's up?" Because this guy was is Josh. And he was running at me, but it was like somebody stole his car. And I'm looking <laughs> yeah. at this kid, and I'm thinking, how long does he keep that pace? <laughs> and he is really into it. And the other thing about his running shoe store is you can go in there if you're me. You can go in there if you're Steve. You can go in there if you're uh, Sadie. The, the greatest runners to people. He is so good with everyone. And I mean that absolutely sincerely. He will fit you with the right shoes. Uh, there's zero pressure. There's chances to go out and join clubs and get into it and not feel bad because you're slow like me. Uh, but it's uh, it's a community along with an athletic endeavor that he has managed to create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he started events, you know, the Venture Marathon. Sure. The Turkey Trot. You want work? Do a marathon. So. And I don't mean run it. I mean run it. You oh, know, yeah, you yeah. Manage a marathon. If yeah, you want to see dedication. If you want to help me this year, I get up about 2.30. Okay. And we meet at 3 and take water out to all the aid stations. What's the date? I feel I owe this running community a lot because they have been so nice to me. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was I was passed by the guy holding, I think, the uh, one-day post in a race. 
you know, they have the, the pace groups. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. But where did I have the most fun? Uh, with those people. Seriously, they're yeah. the greatest. And I love Ed Weehan's another one, too. I cannot say enough about that guy. So humble, too, because if somebody wanted to throw it out on the table when he was, uh, if he wanted to brag it up, he was telling me that one of the things that got him out of tennis was he lost this match and he lost it badly. It was to Arthur Ashe. <laughs> and he, I look at him and oh, it's some hot shot from uh, Calabasas. And yeah. he says, it was Arthur Ashe. I'm saying, I'm going to stop talking now. What? That, that, that's awesome. Crazy. Really? That is cool. In Ventura, we attracted cool people like that. We attract these that's great the athletes. We have, we have. That's where we're sharing less stoke. Steve, give me number three. Oh, uh, man, I don't know. I got one for you. Don Wood, your boy. Don Wood, my guy. Don Wood doing stuff. <laughs> Uh, Another great one. Don does a lot of stuff. Don, Don at the uh, Don Wood at the um, at Relay for Life up there in the tuxedo while I'm walking around saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, on the Parks and Rec Commission, I did with Don. I bring him up being the athlete, getting out there playing pickleball. Uh, Don Wood plays pickleball, or you do? No, we did together for the Parks and Rec. Have you taken that up yet? No, I've been eyeballing it though. It looks like fun. Is that the club? Yeah, I have not. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. If it turn forward, Spencer's always doing his stuff, getting his podcast rolling and doing it. And the name dropping today has been hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. We've been having a lot of fun. Episode number 35, Spence, what's going down? I just want to throw out one more name. And uh, earlier in the podcast when we were talking about why aren't some of the runners known as much? Why aren't? Because we love football and baseball and basketball. Those are the main sports. But a lot of the runners and a lot of the other athletes. So I'm going to throw one out here. Jake Earhart. Nobody knows. How old is he? uh, uh, He would be about 22 now. He is the defender for USC Trojans water polo team. He won the national championship as a freshman. Uh, His team came in second and third, and now they're fighting into this weekend at Cal uh, for the national championship. This guy is one of the greatest athletes this community has ever produced. He's number six all-time SC scoring as a defender. Wow. Number six all time as a defender, USC. And I, anytime I have the chance, I pump these guys up because when you look at the great athletes, definitely one of them Where do you go to school? is doing big things. He went to El Rio, but then he got headhunted by oh, no. Oaks Christian. Oh, yeah. They saw him in the pool and they said, hey, kid, you want to come over here? Sure. And he <laughs> ended up being a, a champion there. And everything he has done has been absolutely golden, and he's playing good luck uh, to the USC Trojans as they swim, uh, water polo, another sport, watch it. It's crazy. It's, a tough sport. it's crazy. It's a tough sport. You yeah. can't see what's going on in water polo. You, you look at, yeah, all this, yeah, there's another story, but uh, the velocity of the ball thrown by somebody who gets out of the water like a dolphin at SeaWorld, it's a crazy sport. So I always like to give, uh, give good props to local athletes who aren't in the major sports. Yeah, for sure. Steve, episode 35, it's been a fun time coming in today. I can see on my notes here, we want to talk about Peer Under the Stars a little bit. We're going to wrap her up, though, but Peer Under the Stars is something you want to get in. Before you leave, is there one thing that you want to say to our fans and followers out there, other than um, how your little sponsor here always makes everyone laugh with his comedic timing? How's everything going? What's the last thing you want to leave our listeners with? Uh, just get involved. You know, work on something that you've got passion for and make a difference. Get up there and hike in Harmon Canyon. Get out there and walk. Walk at Kimball Park. I think that's the cool thing about you is your presence is what introduces that opportunity to then serve. 
Do you feel that way? Because uh, that's like, that, that's my biggest thing that you do. You, people would say you're everywhere. Mm, I don't really think about it. You just do it. He doesn't think about it. He just does it. Yeah. And that's why he is my freaking idol, Spence. <laughs> the way he comes in and just says these things and just looks you in the face. It's like Stone Cold. Oh, we're going to leave people with this joke. What's the old running joke about how Steve comes in and kind of gets you like the whole like, he can look you down and he just looks looks through you. Steve, you're the man. Am I right, Spence? Steve was a great motivator, and uh, I would like to go again because, and now to show you how goals change as you get older, I would love to crack 30 minutes in a 5K coming up here. 30 minutes, all I want. I just want a nice 30, and I'd be so happy. What's the next, what's a run 90 days away? Maybe I need 120. You know, the marathon, I think, is mid-February, and I'm not sure if they're going to have a 5K with that this year or not. Okay. I'll drop full, out at the third water stop. They have the, the half. <laughs> I'll just flag at the third right. water stop. We can find one. And I would also say get involved in the local runs, and you don't have to bite off the big chunk. And remember, there are pace groups at most of them, and you can find a very friendly level. You'll never meet better people than runners. They're very nice, very helpful, <laughs> and uh, there's just good times. And they usually raise uh, great funds for community groups, too. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, – Mental health awareness was this year's turkey trot. For the turkey trot, yeah. yeah. They've always been good at that, too. So if you see running, you usually see fundraising, too. This has by far been one of my most favorite podcasts. We've got future things coming up. We put ourselves on the map for getting involved with Steve Dahl. And he said it is Bell. It's just do it yourself and share that stoke. And the second T-shirt's been made, too. The first one's coming out maybe next week, Spence. Howie, the cat's coming out. I am Ventura Ford, but your quote of saying, damn Steve Dahl, <laughs> that might be a T-shirt. And his motivating factor to me, Sam, because I might have to buy all the copies. Yeah, that's that. it. He went, he went. But, you know, and give Josh again credit, um, slowish, oh, fastish. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those were great. Uh, and I love those from, uh, from uh, Mile 26. And he gave Cole a shirt that says, I hate running. And Cole wears it every time he's got to do dry land. The old Nike quote, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just get out there and run. Well, the man's here and the man's leaving, Steve Dahl. Until next time, let's go!